today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and joining me today is Lothario lawyer, Derek Kaufman. Ooh, I got a new name. It's good to be back in the saddle. That's actually a flattering name. I wasn't used to that. It's kind of ironic, you know what I mean? I don't handle compliments well. <laughs> and, and it's a good thing it wasn't intended as one. Go ahead. Okay, got some good <laughs> legal stories for you today. Um, the guy who's tracking Taylor Swift's jets has fired back at Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor having sent him a cease and desist, he's saying, uh-uh-uh, there's nothing, there's no legal grounds, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yep. So we'll talk about that. Travis Kelsey, he may have a new reality show in the works, which is Interesting timing. I got big thoughts on whether this tight end can transition to a world of entertainment. Go on. <laughs> okay. Go on. Uh, Bryce Hall, famous TikToker, he claps back at Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, of course, at the People's Choice, said that, ugh, TikTokers are here. Ugh, ugh. I'm an artist. I can't be around those plebs. Go ahead. And we also got uh, our almost news segment, at the end, ah, we'll stay tuned for that one. Ooh, you're going to tease it. You don't even give Juice. us a Nah, don't even say. Don't even say. Okay, our first story. Taylor Swift flight tracker, Jack Sweeney. He sent Taylor a response letter. Um, S- Taylor's lawyer recently sent him a cease and desist saying, look, you know, you can't be doing what you're doing. Uh, it's, it's stalking, it's harassment, it's whatever. It's putting Taylor in danger. And if you continue doing what you're doing, we are going to come after you. The full law strength of the law is going to come after you. Stop it, mate. And he said, no, his response is sue me for what? Sue me for what? And he's, and he's lawyered up. So they looked at the letter that he was sent and he's got his own legal team. I'm sure it's not as quite as fancy as Taylor's, mm-hmm. but they know what they're doing. They quoted reputation. Uh, in their letter back, which okay. which is an indication. So having been a lawyer for, for many, many years, when you write back to a cease and desist and you don't sort of like put your tail between your legs, but you actually uh, take on a tone of sarcasm where you're like, I know you don't have the goods and I know you are going to do nothing. So I'm going to mess with you. I'm going to write the lyrics to a song about your client to crown right. you a little bit. And this is uh, sort of their way of puffing their chest and saying, you got nothing. You, yeah. you, you cited a stalking statute. This ain't stalking, bro. I went on the FAA's website, just like anyone else can do. Jack Sweeney's known for this. He's followed Elon Musk's plane, some Russian oligarchs. He's a smart kid. Doesn't he just still go to university? He's at university, but he's made a little cottage industry of this. He's like, hey, you want to know where these people are? I know their tail numbers. They're out on the FAA. I know how to use that website, and uh, here's where she's going. Look, I think he's not harassing. He's not saying go bother her. He's it's creepy at yeah. worst, oh, and that's probably what he would admit to. It's creepy at worst, and yeah. but, but not legal. There's a reason this stuff is public information, though, right? They're in the the airways are federally regulated, so the FAA has got to know where these planes are. We got to ever since you know 9/11, this is really tight. Right. We got to know where planes are, uh, including private jets, because we don't want any anything that could endanger Americans in any way. And he's like, well, if I know her tail number, I've seen her get off planes at the airport. I've even seen paparazzi photos of her getting off a plane. I can put two and two together. Now, mm-hmm. could media organizations always blur her tail tail number? Sure, but it's out there. It's, the it's information's out there. out there. If she wants to change it, she can go get another plane, try to hide it in whatever way. There are some waivers you can get. But while it's public, he's done nothing wrong. Right. I, I can aggregate information given to the public. I understand why Taylor would not like this at all. Because I understand. Of course, you do get, you know, a lot of fans knowing your whereabouts. And like I get sent, you know, where Taylor is in the world from multiple people, like excited fans saying, look, she's arriving in Australia now. Oh, look, she's arriving at LAX. Can you go get a shot of her? Yeah. Like people, you know where her, her where she is at all times. Now that 
is obviously creepy to her, but also you don't want a stalker or someone who could do you harm to know where you are, even if they know that you're not in town so that they can go to your house yeah. or something like that. So I understand her feeling under threat. I do too. It can present real dangers. And also the problem is if he says, I got her tail number, she just took off, you can prepare something. You can go to a place ahead of her, get there in time. Or as you said, if she's leaving her home, you know it's not not guarded. Although she's the type of person, if she has homes in various places, she's always got someone I think, right. watching it or at least some alarm system. But this is really not that different from going to a far farmer's market, uh, seeing Taylor Swift next to you and tweeting it. And you have mm. a bunch of followers and they can learn that she's there and they can race to the farmer's market. It gives you a little bit more time, but it's even more public than that. It's like it, it's just information that's available that he's making available to a wider audience. So Jack Sweeney, I don't think, has done anything illegal. Mm. I mean, it's annoying. He's a gadfly. I can see why she doesn't like it. That's on her. She needs to figure out ways to avoid it. Not Jack Sweeney doesn't have to, unless the FAA wants to take it down and he tries to get the information in an illegal way, then it's a problem. But that's not, doesn't seem to be what he's doing. So they tried to sort of scare him off and he said, I'm not running anywhere. He puffed his chest. Look, even Elon Musk couldn't scare him off. I know she's a billionaire, but no one's bigger and badder than the richest man in the world. And even Elon had to be like, hey man, I'll pay you money if you stop doing that. <laughs> Remember that? Elon he did? Was like, yeah. And, he, and Jack said no. And Jack was like, no dice, bro. Or, or he held out for more money or something. I remember it was- How like, can he monetize this though? How do, how do you monetize? I think, I think you're trying exactly to get- Exactly that get way. Him. What do you mean? You can ask the person who you're bothering, like, you don't want me to do this? I won't. I, maybe I'll just lose the FAA's website if you pay me a bunch of money. But then Schmack's meanie is going to enter and do a site and then follow the tracker. You know, like, if it's exactly public right. information, it's public information. And you pay one dude, then you're going to have to pay the next dude and whatever. So yeah. it's going to spiral out of control. I think Jack is pretty good at it. I don't think you could do it. Can you figure out her tail number and then go on the FAA's website? I think he has some skill I in figuring out how to, like, navigate. I don't know. that. That seems like a cheap shot, to be honest. I, at me. I, it was a very fair, expensive <laughs> shot at your intellect, okay? There's nothing cheap about it. Okay, on to our next story. Travis Kelsey, he's exploring film and TV possibilities. So this might not come as a, a big surprise. Like, he's a man about town. He's been in reality shows before. He had that famous show like 10 years ago that I liked at the time yeah. called Catching Kelsey, yeah. where he got a one girl from every state, so 50 girls, and they all vied for his affection. Sounds but funny, right? Now he's dating Taylor Swift. Now it's he's amazing. Dating, yeah. I mean, he is what that guy. Yeah. Like, he, he is Jack the Lad. He, yes. and, and so everyone's saying, like, him and Taylor are just like, they're going to be together forever. Taylor Swift is not that girl. Like, sh she's like kind of like, in a nice way, a music nerd. You know, she, she's a bit dorky in a sweet um, sort of like... It relates to people. She is, but don't these dorks, they're both 34 now. They were both born in 1989. It's Ugh. Kismet, the whole thing. Are they now at an age where, yes, he liked to go on the prowl and get a woman from each state as like a bro thing, but now he's in his mid-30s. Don't you kind of settle down and end up with the dork who's a billionaire? Like I don't Taylor think... Smith? I don't think guys like Travis Kelsey do. No. I think guys like me and you might sort of like settle down at this age. Oh, I'd have done it at 24 for <laughs> I didn't even need most of my 20s. But. I think... He's not done yet. And I, and so he is like considering um, different product endorsements he might do, um, com comedic opportunity. He's a funny guy. He wants to, he's exploring comedy. But also, interestingly, uh, The Rap published this interesting thing that said uh, David Bernard, who is the producer for White Lotus. Yes. He flew himself to Kansas City to meet with Travis to discuss the potential of an unscripted show uh, i.e. reality shows right. starring Travis. So 
I don't know if Taylor would be on board with a reality show. Maybe we're at that point where she might because... Ooh, I don't know. Doesn't she, that cheapen her image I would a reality star all I would have thought so, maybe. I mean, I, I don't... She, she, she seems to have changed when she met him. I agree. But she's, a, she's head over heels into him. I actually think something else is going to change pretty soon. In the whole fallout from him partying after the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs uh, victory parade, yeah. I think he... Mishandled it. I think right. he fumbled. You know, not to, not to use a metaphor, a football metaphor, but I I, I think he botched that. She gives a hundred thousand dollars, and then he like is digging himself out of a hole. Uh, out of a hole, also gives a hundred thousand dollars. He's trying to save himself, but he was exposed a little bit as he's kind of a meathead. He's he a is. jock. She's a sophisticated music mogul. She's in a billionaire class, and she's dating this like. I don't want to use a pejorative like dumb jock. I don't think he's dumb. I just think he's like kind of a party animal. He's a little yeah. bit more gronk than I thought. I think she wants to make him a sophisticated guy who can be on her arm. A Tom Brady. A Tom Brady, if you will. But I don't think, I don't know if he has it in him. I thought on SNL, I was like, oh, this guy's got it. He's like sort of socially aware and in on the joke about himself. But then he pulled that episode and he he's a guy who likes to do keg stands, it seems like. Yeah. He's got a lot of gronk in him. He's though. like, he's a guy's guy. Is that going to last, though? Can she be around a guy's guy? I don't know if I am saying this because I resent his just everything Every falls in his lap. Yes. But I don't think they're going to last. I just think they're two different people. And, 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 yeah, the stuff at the Kansas City Parade and what he did afterwards. And, just sep- and, and now hearing that he's trying to get a reality show, it kind of makes me th- realize that uh, these guys aren't <laughs> destined for marriage and kids. I don't think, I mean, I know a lot of Swifties who would shout me out of the room for saying that, but I just think this is a romantic movie where the the high school jock is dating the the cheerleader or whatever. And and it's so great to watch watch on, but I just don't think the high school jock and the cheerleader get married. I I know, or they do. And it's like a sad sort of like pathetic marriage or something. Cause I think they're very different. I agree with you. There's a geek inside of her. She's a theater kid, you know, at her, at her core, we sometimes call her a horse girl, you know, like she looks like someone who rides ponies at at equestrian events. And and, and good for her. She owns that. But Travis Kelsey also owns who he he is, which is, and will those clash or is it opposite? It's attract. I don't think they're from the same cut from the same cloth. I'm with you, but every door is going to be open. Will he fall on his face in these entertainment realms? I think he could do endorsements. Uh, you know, he could be a Logan Paul type selling prime yeah. energy drink, which by the way is huge. All my nephews drink it. It's very <laughs> big. Um, but or or is he going to like be able to pull this off? I think he has a podcast, but he's there with his brother. And I think Jason sort of carries that podcast more, and he's sort of comic relief. Can he pull off a show with 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 a guy who did White Lotus, which is this critically acclaimed? He's- he did no show. He did catching Kelsey ten years ago. It was a joke. And look, that that show could be done on a shoestring budget. He's a charming guy who could pull off a reality show, but I don't think he could keep Taylor Swift at the same time. I agree. So it's going to be interesting once she gets a whiff of opportunism that he's like yes. capitalizing on their relationship. She's going to smell that. I agree. I agree. Okay, on to our next story. Bryce Hall, famous TikToker, he has clapped back at Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish having trashed TikTokers at the People's Choice. Let's hear Bryce Hall's response. I'm just going to address this clip of Billie Eilish being disgusted that TikTokers were at uh, the People's Choice. I was one of them. First off, Billie Eilish, I am so sorry uh, that I didn't acknowledge your greatness and bow down to you being another human being. I, I Here, there it is right now. And second, um, People's Choice invited us personally. Uh, everyone that attended People's Choice and was sitting at those tables, we were invited by People's Choice. So, hate on them. But the most sad thing, let me just wipe my tear real quick. The most sad thing is, what I, I was a 
I was a Billie Eilish stan. I stand you, Billie Eilish. And now I don't think I can renegade to uh, any of your, your songs anymore. So th- thanks for taking out all my content. We are coming into the era where it's mainstream celebs at war with TikTok yes. personalities. Like, I'm 100% think- with this dude who I've never heard of, Bryce Hall. <laughs> right. Like, I'm 100% with him. She was at the People's Choice Award. You can have gatekeepers, as Fabian was like, we need to have celebrities be real celebrities and then TikTokers. The People's Choice Award is about who the people choose. And these people with millions of followers, people have chosen them. Yes. They are, they are representative of what people want. So they have every right to be at the People's Choice Awards. Maybe I'll quibble with when they come to the Oscars and the grammys Mm. she's wrong here and she and you're right we're starting to see this rift where she's like ew i'm a real artist celebrity and that guy just holds a phone in front of his face in his like room with a ceiling fan in his little flat (laughs) he doesn't respect that and i think that's weird like i think she's wrong and she's snider than i thought she was but but we've always had that whenever like there are uh, established celebrities and then there's this new platform or way that people get famous the establishment class doesn't like that. Why? Because they're threatened, I think, a little bit. Yeah. She's like, this guy's got nothing. He can't sing, and he's, like, on my turf, and he thinks he's uh, on an equal playing field with me. She, But but why? But he, just because he doesn't have a good voice, like, the world and, and attention is about just content these days, just p- pumping out content yes. that people like to watch. Either you're beautiful or you're great at doing pranks or something, or you're a great singer. But, but that's just a different string to your bow now. She should change her whole view of these people. I sort of have, too. That guy can't sing. That guy's not especially handsome. And yet he <laughs> can't. Sorry, Bryce Hall, Cheap but he's like shot. a normal looking dude. And yet he's very famous. Isn't that more of a feat? Billie Eilish is a better singer than me. She can, you know, magically write tunes and, and works with her brother who's extremely talented. Her being famous makes sense. She's mm. got a great talent and it's like the world is a talent show. That guy being able to captivate millions of people, I'm impressed. It's, I'm more impressed with that. That, that. That's like how Kim Kardashian has managed to sustain her yes. fame. Everyone looked down on Kim Kardashian and reality stars in general when reality TV was just an up-and-coming thing. Now we accept that Kim Kardashian is the biggest celebrity in the world. And that train has left the station, Billy. You're tilting at windmills. You know the old Don Quixote references? No, like, I don't. I, I'm so, sorry. I don't read of, whatever Don Quixote is. <laughs> Coyote? Don Coyote, did you say? It's one of the first novels ever written. Don ah. Quixote. Anyway, so <laughs> the, the train has left the station. You're, you're just shaking your fist or spitting in the right. wind. Uh, you know, this is the future. This is what people care about. And Billy better get on board because I think these kind of missteps turn a lot of people off. The people who like Bryce Hall and Alex Earl are going to be turned off by Billy snooty turning her nose up at them. Also, it can't be diminished him saying he's not using Billy's music in his TikToks anymore because if other TikTokers follow suit as a like boycott Billy yeah. for like hating on us, then um, it could really have an impact on her and her you know future. She better not be for TikTokers. I think she needs to fix it. Okay, almost news. <laughs> Remember him, Frankie Munoz. Muniz? Munoz. Frankie Munoz. The guy from Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle, the kid. Uh, he is a race car driver now, and he's been for a little while. Guess but he's he, not in the middle seat, huh? Driver, uh, driver's seat? <laughs> Malcolm in the driver's seat. I like that. Uh, well, he um, just competed in this Di- Daytona NASCAR series. Um, he made his debut, and unfortunately, he crashed out in yeah. spectacular fashion uh, towards the end of the race. So he finished 33rd out of 38. Listen, crashes happen. He's a real driver, though. Like, this is a guy who had 11 top 10 finishes. He's ranked fourth in postseason points. 
Uh, this only proves to me stories like this that race car driving, not a real sport, bro. If you can just like, reti- <laughs> it's just not. I'm sorry. If you can retire from, you know, your acting career because you're a child actor and you're like, eh, you know, I'm no longer going to be on Malcolm in the Middle. I'm going to pick this up. It ain't that real. Yeah, it's, you, it's you're just, pretty good at David Buster. Yeah, you go, you know, I couldn't actually make a thing I, out of this. I think I got this. I just got to turn left the entire time. I'm good. <laughs> right, like, right. It, it's, it, I'm sure it takes a skill, but when people can pick it up from another profession, I'm always like very skeptical. This guy couldn't pick up and say, you know what, NBA time. Couldn't do that. True. Right? He, True. That, he just, he's just Frankie Muniz who's like, I can, I can drive a car. So though. you think you could enter NASCAR right now and be competitive? I think if I, I think I could pick up the skill, don't you? I, I mean, I drive a Kia and I know how to work them, work them pedals. I, I think maybe <laughs> you're onto something, to be honest. It might be the easiest sport to become a professional at. But then yeah. why isn't everybody a professional NASCAR driver? No one has the time or the money to be able <laughs> yeah. to devote to it. This guy retired with yeah. like 20 million in the bank from Malcolm in the Middle and he's like picked up a hobby. He could also probably build ships in a bottle. Like he's just got a lot of time on <laughs> I it. I like that take, man. I like that take. <laughs> Okay, Derek. I, but I am proud of him. I'm glad he wasn't hurt, and best of luck to you, Frank. <laughs> yes, but it but it just crystallized that to me. It's like, oh, you picked this up. So did Patrick if, Dempsey if he, from Grey's Anatomy. If he can win a race, if he can win one of these races where a lot of people competing want to win, would you say that's he's a real athlete? Then I would say he's the best at a hobby. <laughs> okay, that's the that's the most I'll give him. Okay, thanks for joining me today, Derek, and we will see you here tomorrow, guys. See you next Bye. Time.